Welcome back, everybody. It's your host, Rob Morris. You listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode 37, part three. All right, so we're going to wrap up the show with the preview of the West Bracket. So we'll probably get into the games tomorrow and we'll get into the games on Tuesday. Um, so, again, it's going to be a very entertaining, exciting month and a half left of this NBA season as we crown an NBA champion. So we'll see how the rest of the first round will show out or how the first round bracket will be for the West. All right, to start, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Should be a pretty exciting series. I think the Nuggets are a team that's a wild card team in the West. I think you can't sleep on on them now because they have some guys that have somewhat emerged over the over this. Um, one one thing we we've, we've been seeing, which I mean, I'm pretty sure people have been noticing, is that a lot of players have gotten better since we stopped playing March. Since we stopped playing March, a lot of players have emerged into pretty pretty dominant players over time like you know we, we all know about the tj warren and then devin booker with the way he played for the suns but um the emergence of michael porter jr has been a has been a huge story for the bubble you know around the bubble and how he was able to really develop into something that really the nuggets are really counting on in the playoffs you wouldn't have been able to say that in march you didn't you didn't know what his what he was able to do in March. And then they also have another guy in Bull Bowl that stepped in to kind of be a piece that they're kind of, you know, they're going to be using until they can get their, you know, their healthy players back, which they're missing Gary Harris and Will Barton. So once they get those guys back, they're going to need to lean on these younger guys. And Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bowl can definitely, you know, help out particularly in this first-round matchup against a Jazz team that's pretty fairly small. You have a Gobert, and then you only have much after Gobert as far as, like, size go. I think the Nuggets, they line up as one of the bigger teams in the entire league. I mean, they got 6'10 guys all over the place, and then Bull Bull is 7'2", playing point guard. So it's like it's, it's, it's a very interesting team to look out for. I think that's a team that you might have to lean on as a team that could win, get to the Western Conference Finals. They're, they're that talented. And if they can get Gary Harris and Will Barton back by the second round, look out. I think the Nuggets could upset potentially who could be that uh, two-seed, two-to-seven matchup, which most likely could be the Clippers that win that matchup. They'll probably play the Clippers in the second round. So that would be an interesting matchup. I think the Clippers... I don't want to look too far ahead, but I think the Clippers are going to win that matchup. So, potentially, if they can get past the Jazz, which may not be easy, Jazz are still going to fight. They're still going to play tough-nosed, hard-nosed defense. They're going to play, you know, make things tough on the on the Nuggets, particularly now that the Nuggets are pretty short-handed right now with all their experienced players. I still think they have enough. The Nuggets have enough in the tank with, you know, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. To really dominate this matchup and probably have a shorter series than people think, I think this series could probably run to five games. And that's a, to me that I think that's surprising for some people. I don't think people think 
that. The Nuggets are that good. But I think the Nuggets are that good. Even without the two guys that they're missing in their rotation, they still have a deep enough team. And they still they still go 10 deep right now. 9-10 deep right now. Even with their young guys playing, they still have a, a, a lot of capable players to, to, build, to play around Jokic and... Um, and Jamal Murray, and I think Michael Porter has become, you know, somewhat of a star. I mean, he's been averaging what twenty something points in the bubble right now, so he's been he's been dominant. I think he's he's, he's pretty much had an art of being able to score effort, effortlessly, which I think is a, is a thing that for the. I mean, we all know how talented he he was coming out of high school. I mean, this is the perfect system for him to shine. Where he doesn't have to really isolate or really create things on his own, he can kind of just play off of Jamal Murray and, and Jokic and and all those other veteran players that he's playing playing with, and he could just kind of just play off of them and kind of just use his skill set and, and and just make things easy for him. And I just think that that is the best opportunity for him to really be the best he can be. And that, it's going to be interesting to see when they get uh, Harris and Barton back how he'll how he'll be I don't know if he'll start when those guys come back but I think he'll clearly be their sixth man that they can lean on to be a scoring threat off the bench and it's going to make them that much of a deep team to stop offensively I think they're pretty maybe the most offensively talented group in the west and that's including the Lakers that's including the Clippers they're right there with those two teams and I just think that whoever you know if they get by the Jazz and they have to play against the Clippers in the next round. That is going to be a tough series, a hard-nosed series. And I think the Nuggets might upset the Clippers and then potentially playing the Lakers. I don't want to look too far ahead, but I just think, you know, if we, if we had to go chalk, that's what you would see. But I just think the Nuggets will, if they get past the Jazz, I think they have an easier, you know, it ain't going to be easy series against Clippers. I just think the Jazz are not going to, they might physically really manhandle the Nuggets in that series, but I just think the Nuggets' talent is just too overwhelming for them to win that series. And then we'll see what happens against, you know, potentially against the Clippers in the next round. But I just think I, if it was if it was me, I, I have a wild prediction. I just think the Nuggets get past the Clippers, get get past the Jazz. They go to West Conference Finals. Potentially, what could be the Lakers waiting for them? But we'll see. But that's that's one of my wild card predictions for that. And I obviously have them winning uh, the Jazz series in five games. Just to kind of open people's eyes on how talented the Nuggets really are. Alright, so for the next game, which will be at 9pm tomorrow, which we were just talking about. Um, we got the number two seed Clippers against the seven seed Clippers. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, led by Luka Doncic himself, Luka Magic. And it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, I believe Kawhi will probably be guarding him, if not Paul George. So this will be a challenge for the young kid, uh, Doncic, to see how he fares against, you know, very all-world defenders. Can he produce and continue to continue to be himself, which he's never played in the playoffs. This will be his first time in the playoffs as the lead guy. So 
We'll have to see how he does. He obviously has Porzingis to lean on as well as a secondary option. And they got they got a lot of good others. Tim Hardaway, Seth Curry, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith play a pretty good defender. So they, they got options. They got they got weapons. But and they're a very good offensive team. But um, it's going to be tough to see how he'll do with a, 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 a potential matchup with you know, the Claw and Paul George being defending him pretty much most of the game. So, I mean, unless Clippers are going to be switching a lot, I, I just see Kawhi and Paul George being on uh, Donkage most of the time. And like I said, it's going to be interesting to see how the players look, but I just think it's going to be interesting chess match between the uh, coaches as well. I think Rick Carlisle and Doc Rivers are probably the probably the better coaches in the NBA. Those two have championship experiences under their belt. They've all they both won a championship. So they they know what it takes to win. They know what it takes to strategize. They know what it takes to get guys their get their players prepared for each game. So it's gonna be I think this is gonna be an interesting series that the Mavs might surprise some people in. It might sneak a couple games in. And I think this might go probably six games. But I think the Clippers win it in six. I think Kawhi and Paul George are just going to be too much for Donkic. And probably going to really... Uh, he's probably going to have a few uh, bad shooting nights because of the defense that those two guys are going to put on him. They even might put Patrick Beverly on him as well. So, I mean, they have a... Fretio of the defenders they can they can put on Donkage as well as Perzingas. I think Zubak might do well defending him. I think Harrell might do well defending him as well. You still have to see how that will be. You know, Lou Williams is also an X factor as well. What he can do on the offensive end. So how the Clippers winning this series. They just got a lot of offensive firepower as well as their defense to kinda give the Mavs fits. It kind of made things tough on Donkage to get, you know, get because really the Mavs' offense evolves around Donkage. Whatever Don uh, uh, Luca does, this this offense this offense pretty much flourishes from his production. So if he can get a ten assist game, then the others get involved. They can get into a rhythm and they could score up to hundred to hundred twenty points a game because of how he can get his other teammates involved. But if, if Kawhi and, and Paul George can kind of put a stop to that, it's going to cut down their scoring a lot. So I, I expect that to happen. I expect the Clippers to kind of, you know, still play an up-tempo game, still score a lot of points. I still think both teams will score a lot of points, but I think the Clippers, when it matters most, will be able to get stops down the stretch, and the Mavs will look like the young team that they are, and they'll struggle. So... Clippers, I should they should win this game in six, which that tends to be a surprise to some people. Some people have them in five, but I think the, I think the Babs might sneak a game. They might sneak a game. Donkeys might have a huge game and might end up sneaking a game, and then you know Clippers might might have a poor shooting night, and the Mavs might sneak up on them for a close game. But I just think the Clippers should win it in six. All right, for tomorrow's games. And let's start with probably one of my favorite matchups of the entire playoffs. 
I think this is going to be an absolutely fun, up-tempo, up-and-down, a lot of dunks, a lot of athletic plays, a lot of alley-oops. Like, it's going to be fun to watch these two teams play. OKC versus Houston. These are probably the two more athletic teams in the league. You got Houston. They play in that small ball lineup. But it's Covington at the center. They shoot the three. Russell Westbrook, we all know his athleticism and, and his ability to drive and, and penetrate. And you, and you got OKC with the veteran leadership of Chris Paul, led by his young young you know young guard trios of of Lucas Dort, um, Shea Gillis Alexander, um, Terrence Ferguson. They got a lot of different guards. Uh, uh, Hamido uh, Diallo. I mean, they, they they're they're explosive offensively. They're explosive af- athletically as well. They, they can they can hurt you in a lot of different ways on in the transition game. They do have Steven Adams, which is a very good double double player, which can lead the break because sometimes you gotta get the rebound in order to run. And Steven Adams is gonna get you some rebounds. So they will be able to run. They will be able to make plays. So question is can they get stops? Can they defend? They have Nerlens in the well, they have uh they have a, a pretzel of bigs as well as those guards. So I just think, depending on like how Donovan's going to play the lineups, it's going to be fun to see how he matches up with the Houston small ball, small, small lineup. Will he go small with them? And will it be a, a, a somewhat of an M1 type of feel to the, to the action? Because I just think the, the athleticism on both, both sides, you're going to see a lot of you know, a lot of up and down type of basketball that you're probably you're not used to seeing in a playoff type of setting. You're gonna see a lot of one thirty to one forty type games. I think I think these teams can score a lot of points. So you're gonna see a lot of scoring in this one. I'd be surprised if we don't. It should I mean both of these teams can flat out score and both of these teams don't really care to I mean OKC's a good defensive team, but I think Houston doesn't care to to defend, so OKC should score a lot of points in this one, and then Houston, of course, is going to score a lot of points because they're Houston. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be very, very fun to watch. But I, if I had to pick who's going to win this series, I have to say Houston and probably six. Houston wins it in six. Tough series, tougher than they expect, tougher than the experts expect. Experts think that Houston wins it in five. But I think it's going to be six. It's going to be six. I think OKC could take advantage of that Covington matchup with Adams, and Adams could get a lot of rebounds on the offensive end. Very good offensive rebounder, by the way. So it could be tough for Covington to to box him out in one-on-one rebounding matchups. So I just think they'll steal a lot of possessions, and that adds points. That creates opportunities and extra possessions. That creates extra possessions for kickout threes, and it's gonna it's gonna be uh, a series of points. So whoever wins the most points wins, and I think Houston will win the most, have the most points. And for the last matchup, which I think is gonna be the most intriguing, by the way, I think OKC and Houston is gonna be the most fun to watch. But I think this will be the most intriguing because it might go to it might go to distance. I think the Trailblazers might. 
give the Lakers their best shot out of any team in the West so far. I mean, the Lakers get past the Trailblazers. I think they have somewhat of a easier matchup because they can use their size against the Houston Rockets. They can use their size against OKC to dominate. You know, OKC is a younger team. Houston's a smaller team. So I think the Lakers could easily dominate that matchup when it, you know, they get past the Trailblazers. I think the Trailblazers match up well with the Lakers size-wise. Nurkic is a a double-double rebounder. I think he'll battle Anthony Davis inside. I think LeBron's got um, a tough, you know, you know, Melo's going to compete out there. I don't think he's going to defend LeBron well, but I think he's going to compete out there. Um, you got CJ McCullough, Dame Lillard. They could score at will. So it's going to be a lot of points being scored on both sides. I think the Lakers have the edge because of, of just their experience, but I just think it's going to be a tough series because the Trailblazers have so many weapons. Gary Trent is also a guy that you got to look out for as well. So I don't know. I just I just think I see this series going to six or seven games, and I think the Lakers should win the series. I think the Lakers should win the series. If you want to believe that Charles Barkley expecting the Lakers to beat the Trailblazers, which is a very wild prediction, but I don't I don't really go that far with it. I just think. The Lakers will ha- will be challenged, and it'll probably make them make that series, the next series, that much more easier for them to win because they're going to be challenged against this Portland team, which probably I think is the most talented eight seed that you'll ever see. So this it's going to be a great matchup between those two teams. But I have the Lakers winning in seven games. All right, so we're going to wrap up this program for this week. You're listening to the Rims and S podcast. This is your host, Rob Morris. And before I go, if you haven't already, check out my website, rimsandnets.com, R-I-M-S, double N-E-T-S dot com. Go visit it if you haven't done it yet. Uh, pretty much we'll be updating the website weekly it may be a little bit slow because like I said in my experience uh, like excuse me my with what's going on with my situation I'm pretty busy right now I'm literally working three jobs so doing this and work three jobs is, is, is a lot but I'm doing it but um I will be updating it probably if it isn't weekly probably every two weeks so check out maybe you know if there's any new articles i might put out an article every every few weeks i will be having breaking news updates on any high school recruiting news anyone that recruits locally you know in the new england area so check that out um obviously that's kind of i wasn't able to really do much of that this week uh you know a lot, of, a lot of high school news has dried up of late, but uh, we'll be picking up pretty soon as possibly if they're going to be a season or not, especially in college basketball. That's still a debate. College football has, has been under some water as well, hot water as well, as 
few conferences decided to play and few conferences decided to, to, to cancel. So it's it's really up in the air at this point. But uh yeah, we'll kinda get into, you know, college basketball in high school in the later episodes, but uh as of right now it's pretty much all NBA and it's probably gonna be NBA for the good month and a half from you know you know, to that playoffs end. So we're probably just gonna have mostly NBA shows. But uh but once again, thanks for joining me. I'm glad you hope you enjoy the episode. You listen to the Rims and S podcast. This is your host Rob Morris. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>